Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Hello and welcome to a Game 3 edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Warriors win over the Kings, I believe it was 114-97, to tighten the series. To keep this a series, they are now down 2-1 to to the Kings with a massive Game 4 looming Sunday, ABC, 12-30. Draymond Green, like uh, a WWE villain, just strolling right back into the ring will be part of the proceedings on Sunday. Was not on Saturday, everybody, or Saturday, uh, Thursday night. Everyone knows the reason why suspended uh, for the Demonis Sabonis stomp, controversially suspended. Not just the stomp, obviously, they said. It was for other behavior, too. So uh, it was the egging on the crowd. Anyway, we don't have to get into that, but I think that was referred to by Steph Curry on the TNT postgame, right? You know, we, they say Draymond's got a history. We got a history, too. I think we just saw, you know, the Warriors had a chip on their shoulder. They kept it focused. They kept it concentrated. But this is kind of the Warriors we know. You know, they they focus. Sometimes it gets a little out of hand. But then they bring it back in. And this one was a really committed Warriors performance. You know, uh, you could tell early. One turnover in the first quarter. Two fouls. Uh, one it, of them was Looney, like right off the bat. I go, what's the one thing Looney, that can't happen? Kevon Looney cannot get in foul trouble. He said so himself yesterday, and he picks up a foul, not even guarding Sabonis. Not Fox, yeah, right? he was helping out, uh, I guess, uh, Sabonis' offensive rebound, I think. But then Looney was never in foul trouble. Like, he played a f- fantastic game. And I know Anthony Slater was writing about him. So like, well, what do you, what's your takeaway from Kevon Looney? 20 rebounds. What was he, 28 minutes Mo- yeah. All guarding Sabonis. Thir- 31 minutes there, plus 21. Um, my takeaway is he just continues to save this organization. Uh, I mean, and that might sound like hyperbole, but really, they drafted James Wiseman second overall to replace him. That failed spectacularly. It would feel like a mu- how much bigger a failure would the James Wiseman pick have felt over the last two seasons if Kevon Looney didn't play all 82 games and emerge into what he's emerged into. When they drafted James Wiseman, Kevon Looney was considered injury-prone, potentially on his way out of the league just because his body was breaking down. If you that don't have him over... the first time they drafted somebody uh, over to replace Kevon Looney, right? Damian Jones, you know, Jordan, Bell. Jordan Bell, second-round pick, but... You know, and, and let him hit free agency twice, and the league let him just so like, yeah, yeah, like, go ahead, yeah, you go ahead, you go back. He's making, boys. he's the thirteenth highest paid player in this series, <laughs> uh, and he up. is so important to them. Uh, maybe having like, like like the role Andrew Wiggins had last postseason, and Looney was great last well, postseason, well, but so- but he is he might. You know, depending on what happens with Draymond, Looney is their second most important player so far. Well, yeah, and that's almost what I'm getting to on this whole, like, saving the organization. Like, so saves them in a lot of ways from, you could say, the embarrassment or just, like, the impact of missing, whiffing on the number two overall pick. Um, 
and then you go to the playoffs last year, what are their two most you know tenuous moments of the playoffs last year? It is Memphis coming back here, Game Six, where Draymond, Mike Brown, and, and Steph Curry decide to go back to Looney. Yeah, to go back to Looney in the starting lineup. I'm just explaining Marcus Thompson has joined us, like the different ways, the different times he's saved this organization over the last couple of years, including obviously the Wiseman pick, which I mentioned. The fact the biggest that, save, the absolute biggest Looney save, was coming back for cheap. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah, I just thought 13th highest paid player in the series. Uh, you know, $7 million. Isaiah Hartenstein got more this summer. Uh, Marvin Bagley got more this summer. Kings are loaded with high-priced players. Rashawn Holmes makes twelve million. (laughs) Did Did you know he's on the bench? Uh, I saw him walking back and forth. That's all I know. Uh, I know he's not playing this series. So, the two most tenuous moments of the playoffs last year are the game six where he has the twenty-two rebounds. That's the legendary performance. They put him back in the starting lineup. But also, as you guys will both remember, one maybe Draymond Green's lowest on-court moment. Game four four in Boston. He gets benched. Part of the reason he gets benched in that game is because you have somebody to go to. You have Kavon Looney to go to. He was playing so well in those playoffs. He led the NBA in offensive rebounds this regular season, but also he led the NBA in offensive rebounds in the playoffs last year. So bringing it back to this moment, him saving them again, Draymond Green gets suspended, and honestly, now we can say it in retrospect, it is not as big of an on-court deal as we maybe thought it was because Kevon Looney, as as a singular center, as the one big man, if he can stay out of foul trouble, play 31 minutes, you're actually kind of fine. It actually helps him because you can put four scores around him. And he's got the space. And passing and nine he's, assists. He's, he's a so much a better passer now, but I just think he feels a lot more comfortable with the space. He's catching, he's making a decision. When like a anybody, crowded, right? Like anybody, absolutely. In a crowded setup, you know, it gets, it gets a little dicey. And he missed a few a few layups early, and it was like, uh-oh, Loon's feeling it. But, man, like to me, the biggest plays he does, when they build his statue, it needs to be not of the offensive rebound, but the kick out, the tip out, it's kick the kick out. out. It's to it's to get it and, and and find it. The end of the first quarter, Steph misses a three, Loon gets the rebound, kicks it back out, three right before the quarter. You see what he said about that post game? I just asked him about that Ooh, particularly, Looney. Looney, Looney. You know, you said early in your career, your instinct is if you get an offensive rebound, we all know this, right? Like go get yours, right? That's the time, especially for bit players to go get yours. But he said Ron Adams sat him down one time early in his career. It was like Steph Clay, just catch, <laughs> look out, look at them, pass to them. That is better than Kevon Looney into two so bodies. The important part about that, especially tonight, is I thought about TK when it was happening too, because they were they were they were giving up that lead. It was it was going. I was like, oh, here we go. Here comes TK was forming the tweet about nobody, nobody gives up. Nine oh run. <laughs> to end the quarter. <laughs> but they ended up getting the big three from Steph, give him a twelve point cushion going. Talk about the, yeah. yeah half. Off off Looney's rebound. Well, so yeah. it's a sandwich here because you have that play ended the half to put him up twelve. And then I don't know if you remember the first possession of the third quarter. The Kings play a really good twenty four second shot clock. Kevin Herter swats Clay Thompson. They get it over to Wiggins. Wiggins is twenty eight feet out. Point four on the clock. He just heaves it. He just has to throw it up. And it clicks the rim and Looney offensive rebound. They set it up. Looney gets it on a dive, gets it to Wiggins for a layup. Those are five Kavon Looney points. 
purely from him and that sandwiches the half and we all know like isn't that the big thing in the nfl right how do you end a half how do you start a half middle eight in the nfl like the middle four uh in the nba those are huge moments end of quarters are always huge we've and how many times i've said like the warriors just lose momentum incredibly when they give up three three two and they don't score and it's like okay you just went into half when you thought you were up 10 and now you're up four or up four up two uh, let's we're just say, let's just say, or down one. <laughs> let's just say. I mean, I know, and I understand what you're saying. Uh, in in a lot of ways, he replaced Raymond. They cannot replace Raymond in this specific series with the specific matchup. Looney is terrific against Sabonis. He might be the be- best guy in the league to match up with Sabonis, just because you don't bull him over. You can't just run him over, and he's might be that one of you know he's one of the top three rebounders in the league. So. And he doesn't have to guard Sabonis at the three-point line. All those things are very important for this matchup and, and others. But Draymond is great in other matchups. Like Draymond can guard Kevin Durant. Draymond, I mean, I, I, let's not say Draymond Green is unnecessary. In this series, Looney is spectacularly important because of the Sabonis matchup and because like the Warriors need him to be kind of the pivot point and they don't need two non-shooters in at the well, same time. So again. that's the thing. That's it, the, it, playing him with Draymond does get uh, – Steve has gone away from it. Uh, we've seen it in the Memphis series before because it does bog down a, a, an offense when you're playing, you know, rangy defenses because they're not two non-shooters. They've gotten away with it many times, but – there's always the lean like this is a little problematic and in this series you might not want to do that yeah no i mean and that is kind of the issue that they deal with and are gonna have to deal with sunday if they put them back together on the court but i think again tonight you see if looney is tasked with doing a bit more playing more minutes but also like hey you know Draymond's not there you got to kind of be the dive man you got to make decisions in the four on three he can do that more than he's you know he he can handle more of that responsibility if he has to nine assists I mean, nine assists tonight. More of that responsibility than he's ever been able to do. Uh, I think that's that's huge for them. The finishing is just better, even though it wasn't great tonight. But his ability to finish, I mean, it markedly improved, like dramatically improved. This is when TK used to say he was terrible back because <laughs> he couldn't finish. This is now. why everyone comments that I hate Looney. It's because of Marcus Thompson. He refuses to get off this bit where I rip Looney. I've always said he does a lot of really good you things. You always say that. You yes. were like, he's terrible. Yes. No, never. <laughs> never said he's terrible. I said he wasn't healthy very much, which is true. Uh, not say, a great, not if a great. I say finisher. you said he was terrible. Then that's what. That's there you what go. That's what everyone yeah. believes. Uh, that's like now just in the Bible of warrior fandom that I hate him, but uh, he's really, really good right now for them. He really fits what they do. His personality clearly fits what. That's they the big do. thing we haven't even talked about. Like what he is in the locker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just he, he is. I mean, I again, like if if they had to sign him for what he's worth to them. He's a $20 million a year player. They just never have had to do that, and and they may never have to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, look, the market dictates what you are, but at this point, like, Jordan Poole or Kevon Looney, I mean, we all know who's more important. We also know, like, why Poole gets more on the market, clearly, than, than Looney does, but it's just interesting. Um, well, you wrote about Steph. Is that right? Yes. What, uh, what was it? 36.63's best player on the floor tonight when Fox – in my opinion, had been in Sacramento tonight. It was they might be, they might be, Kings might be in trouble. It feels like Steph figured it out. Uh, Davion wasn't 
at all the the big difficult problem. They put Dante on the ball, and Dante just look he just looks more comfortable at home. Like he didn't look no so question. role players, man. It was weird. Think I, about the flip side of it, and how, like Malik Monk suddenly yeah, is yeah. pumpkin. I just in. feel like he was better than that. Like I felt like if anybody's game would travel on the road, it would be Dante's. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He just wasn't very confident. He didn't get a lot of minutes. This game, he played like he knew he was in a lot of minutes, but to Steph having to bring the ball up every time against Davion is just tiring. And, and possibly a trap, too, right? Oh, no, possibly. It's definitely a trap because what they like to do is to get the screen, the high pick and roll to get them off of them, but the Kings are just trapping that. And it's just it puts a lot on his legs. He went three for 13 from three because he's got to do that. And Fox, too, by the way. Fox is sneaky. You can't play with the ball around him. Like he will, he will take it from you. He's long, yeah. He's long. Got Fox has Mike Brown has activated Fox as a two way player. No question. This no. He just has. He just stalks. Like he's stalking you. It's like you got to be like you know it with Davion, but with Fox too, you can see stuff like <laughs> I'm like I'm very calculated. Fox picked his pocket in. He did uh, he just, game he, two. He swiped it. Yeah. So. Swipe with a fox, right? <laughs> so, so, so they, the, the ability to put somebody else at point and just let them handle that part. But, but the key with that, as we know, is Mike Brown is playing, you know, aggressive on the perimeter, overplaying. So the key is Steph's got to get the ball back, right? Like, that's why they had to bring it up because it's like, yo, he's not getting the ball back once he gives it up. So just give it to him. But today they were able to give him the ball up and get it back. And he just seemed like he figured it out. He seemed like he's like, all right, I know what I want to do. I got this. What you got next, Mike Brown? And and it was like a an, an easy I think 36. Steph was really focused and pissed because, you know, his buddy Draymond gets suspended in a way they did not feel was right. And I didn't think – I don't think any of us felt that was – a, a yeah, righteous we're, decision. We're just homer, so it's all That's good. true. We are homer. I, and, I think, and I, think will... Steph, I just think Steph took that personally. It's like you're taking, you know, this is, this is the, this is the war, you know, the Warriors' history. You're you're chiding here, and we're going to show you. And Steph does it in a quiet way, but I think, I mean, he was pumped up. We saw. It. I mean, he was pumping up the crowd. He was giving that fierce look. I heard Kerr tell someone that like Steph was like meditating on the bench. I did not know he does that. Um, and like he was just, I think so- it's more like a ADHD zone out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he puts the puts the uh, he puts the, the towel over his head. Like, How about like, them changing up his rotation, yeah. which I think got him away from Davion a little bit yes, too. Like they would bring Davion in mid quarter, and Steph would go out briefly. Yeah, yep. I, I think the I think the bigger deal seems like with that was if he's going to rest, like do it now. So there is no rest of him at the end, right? Like, so if he needs to play the whole fourth quarter, you don't want to get him to a spot, TK, where it's like he's at 30, he's at uh, 28, 30 minutes, and you got a 12-minute quarter to play. He got in, I think it was like three minutes left. He had 24 minutes or 27 minutes. Like, he was good. It was like, all right. He was, he, he was tracking towards 40, 41. I asked Kerr about it after after press conference, and he said a couple things. You know, one, they liked him with different – kind of groups i think it was to start the second and fourth this is usually draymond's with kaminga Kaminga came in later in those quarters but and you know dante and you know a few this was moody in that group kind of settle them down and have steph with that also davion mitchell sometimes isn't in that playing defense but i think an important point he said that 
If you take him out with six minutes left in the first quarter, he can't just kind of kind of cruise through the first quarter. Like, you're coming out. Like, you've got to go now. And I think they, uh, he said Bruce Frazier Q told Steph that. Like, you're coming out at six-minute mark. Do something in the first six. And w- whether that really changed anything, I think it was a different feel for Steph. We know he doesn't like coming out twice in a half, right? That's the whole thing. He wants to come out once in a half. It's always been his thing. I think for the playoffs, they just said, we got to rearrange our minutes yeah, first to get him to be able to play the whole fourth quarter, get him some extra rest, and also maybe get him out there with Kaminga and not with the Kings' best perimeter defensive player. I think they just – this was a – Try to stupid, get him against Lynn. Dude. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely – and, you know, that's one thing I forgot to write about, but – I've been pointing it out. Len's minutes have been big positive. Len it's was incredible. a minus. Oh and my. he was a minus in both, I think, both shifts. Yeah. And surprise, it was with Steph Curry on the floor. They just try to try to target. I've always, we've always said this. They've got to maximize Steph's minutes. They've got to, they can't lose those or even not, you know, if you just plus two isn't enough. You've got to win them by 10. And this is a way I think they can jigger it. And maybe Mike Brown will adjust to this, but to kind of aim them in the right spots and get them with Kaminga. I think Kaminga, I mean, there's no question. I think Kaminga must play with Steph. You cannot have Kaminga on the floor if Steph's not out there. And so then it benefits Kaminga, too. So then you're maximizing Kaminga minutes. How about Kaminga? First touch, just getting the game. <laughs> Corner three. <laughs> and it wasn't even a clock winding down. It was like, no, yeah, like 18 on the clock. So Clang. They're probably sitting on the bench watching them just I just view Kaminga and Kerr doing like an Al Pacino, <laughs> Jamie Fox style dinner where like, you know, Until I'm going to get Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be worth 10 times what I was before I got here. I'm going to take my corner three. Um, so, so when does Steve give the, we got to fight for that itch on this team speech? Hey, Kerr did say, you know what? After a slow start, Jonathan did play well. Like, you know, you had to fight through those first few minutes. You, he woke himself up trying to dunk on Alex Lynn. That was ambitious. Yeah, yes, yes, it was Kaminga. But I think where he helped was it's not just that he can defend De'Aaron Fox because nobody can shut him down. It's that he can defend him and then slide off of him and help in the middle. And he's a great help defender because he's so long. He gets up so high. And it made some of those shots tough. He, he and Anthony Lamb, in a, in a brief time, were really contesting shots. And I think Lamb had a big block. A- Anthony like Lamb like, swatted a Malik Monk yeah. three out of bounds. It Remember was that like, play? Like they need that stuff. Again, it's easier for Lamb to do that here as a chase center as opposed to on the road. We'll see how this all works. Even in game four, actually, I think is going to be the pressure game. I thought that's the pressure game for the Warriors. If they get going and win game four, then maybe game five becomes a little easier. But... It'll be hard. Game five is going to be hard. It's just they're good. They got to get these players playing at least at home. They did not get them in one and two on the road. You needed DiVincenzo and Kaminga and whoever else did not really get pool going in this game. That was okay. They started him. I mean, yeah. it was an objective to get him going. I think he got eight free throws. So, like, yeah. there was a little bit more of a and concerted you know what? He had a effort. Steals. Like, he was swiping yeah. at the ball, which they thought, need. That. I thought he played in an engaged game. Now, he didn't hit his shot still, yeah. but he got three to steals. the rim. He had five rebounds. You yeah. know, it was no, crazy. He, yeah, he was three steals, five yeah, rebounds, eight free throws. That's yeah, he something. He was in the mix. He was absolutely in the mix, and he, which but, he wasn't. I was in the game. Locker. Too. He cut off that tape. 
That ankle, yeah. Yeah, that no, thing no, swollen. there's no question. It's yes. a real thing. That's a real thing. Like, He's playing through. What? How many days ago was that? Yeah. Uh, it was game one, which would have been Saturday. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, it looked pretty swollen. Yeah. Was, me and Logan Murdoch were like, yeah. "Did you go rewatch it? It's a really bad roll." Yeah. No, I didn't say he had. Well, yeah. he's gonna get two more days off, right? So, one game in five days. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see where it is. He's gutting through it. I think he's earning a lot of respect for this. Uh, he played he played eighty two games yep. this season. Kerr gave him a game ball after game eighty two. Like this is in last season, the season before he played every game except they forced him into COVID protocol for a few games. Like he and he does know, play. Through, so. Steph's missing a ton of games. Clay doesn't play most back to you know. Shoot, like they need Jordan ain't missing. He like hold on. Man. <laughs> this is when I play. <laughs> this, is when I, this is when I play. Him and Ty Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he's cutting it out and that's what you do in the playoffs. That's what you do when you're a winning player. The shots not going. But I tell there are a couple of Jordan steals that went, whoa. I mean, this is a guy that going is attacking the ball. That's what you need in this. Especially you don't, you know, I think some of them were fouls. Not just his. The Warriors were just swiping. I mean, they were attacking. Mike Brown made one. note of that post yeah, game. I mean, those were fouls. He, in, in, he was in like, we got to be stronger with the ball. Might be fouls, might not be <laughs> fouls, you know. But, you know, if they're not going to call him here. We're... I mean, that's what happens at home. And you don't, you know, maybe you don't get those calls on the road. This is just the way playoff basketball is. But. I thought Jordan was aggressive, and just an aggressive player out there is important. He was aggressive. DiVincenzo was aggressive. Kaminga, mostly aggressive. Like, these are essential bits when they're playing a team. It's still as good as the Kings. The Kings are a good team. Just got beat tonight, and I think game four is, it might be, the series might be game four. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a... Mm, real POS. You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The best thing going for the Warriors is that Clay Thompson was not good. <laughs> oh, man. He had a rough night. There was one play, and, you know, they had been really contesting three. And uh, uh, it might have been Trey Lyles or somebody. Maybe Malik Monk got wide open. And he's, he, he was taking the three, and then he realized he was oh, wide open. So he 
like, all right, I'm going to take my time to shoot it. And it was Clay's assignment, and Clay just stood in the paint, and Steph just starts clapping at him, like, yeah. like get out there, like, get out there. But, he, but Malik Monk ended up missing it, because that's what the Kings did all night was miss threes. But it was like, yo, he just he just had a rough one, man. His shot wasn't going. He wasn't he wasn't doing well on defense. Uh, they found him in the fourth quarter, which I think was a big deal. Got him to see, got him to see, you know, some shots fall. But he hasn't had a good series, and they no. they need a they need a big game from him. He, you know, he can have an eruption. Yeah, yeah, we know he's going to be an eruption. Uh, he was in a good mood after the game. Rocco's birthday, 11th birthday, so he was in a good mood. He, he likes 420. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned something right there that I do think is very important as the series moves forward. Malik Monk missing an open three. The Kings now, they went 12 of 32 from three in game one, 9 of 38 in game two, still won that game, and 11 of 46 tonight. They are 32 of 116. That's 27.5%. This was a very good three-point shooting team on volume and accuracy during the season. They shot 37% from three. Keegan Murray's very cold and honestly may get replaced in the starting lineup. That's something Mike Brown, I think, needs to look at. Maybe it's Davion Mitchell. Um, But Kevin Herter's been cold. Uh, Fox missed a bunch tonight. Like, this is not them. And if you were to build a case for why Sacramento remains the favorite in the series, more dangerous, they're going to have a game, right? Like, that's looming. And, you know, Steve, I guess, post-game was like, look, even if they get hot, if they rebound the way they did, if they protect the ball the way they did, they could win a game that the Kings hit 18 threes in. But I just – I mean, that's something that needs to be – like, this Kings team that we've seen, like, that's not how they usually shoot it. The problem is – these shots ain't getting easier, right? Now you're getting into the the depth of a series, the pressure, right? Like, yeah. I mean, they 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 didn't shoot the ball well. They made big ones in Sacramento, big ones. Like they had big quarters. You know, fourth quarter, I wonder what they were shooting. It felt like they Fox made. Fox hit big ones. Yeah, and that, Monk. Davion, Fox and Mitchell too. Harry Lyles, Harry, 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 Harry B. Harry B's had a pretty good Harry series. B. Harry B's hooping. So they've hit some big ones. But the question, I mean, this, you know, we've been waiting to see. The inexperience and youthfulness of the Kings to show up. I think it's in a three-point shot. Like that certainly that's was Murray. Keegan yeah. Keegan yeah, Murray yeah. is like he's a rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie. He's a guy that could hurt the Warriors. He's the kind of player who, who can hurt the Warriors. That Kuzma, Austin Reeves he's kind like of six tweener. foot ten, yeah, like forty-one percent exactly. three-point shooter. And it's not maybe not this year, right? I mean, maybe down the road because he's still a good player, but. He is not looking good in this series. Herder isn't either. Herder That's isn't the big either. And, you know, he's being guarded by Steph. So yeah. you would think there's some, you know, opportunities there as much as Steph works on the other side. But the Mike way- Brown even kind of tiptoed down the pregame view. Like he was talking about how Steph does, isn't going to play the guy who, who who's going to run through screens. He kind of saves himself like a like, – that's true. But the last person who went down that road, wasn't it Doc Rivers who was saying that at least Chris Paul plays point guards yeah. and, and Steph doesn't? And – Steph did not like that. I, I was Mike didn't say anything bad. It just was you don't normally go down that road when you talk about Steph Curry. I think he was explaining why he pulled basically Fox off of him because he's like it's a lot, yeah. and you know the Warriors essentially hide Steph. So he's like, let me start hiding Fox because yep. it's, it's a lot. But yeah, it was definitely he he said it in a way like yo, I, I coached him. Yeah. I, I know, yeah, <laughs> I know true. what the plan it's is. True. <laughs> I just wonder. Will they make? Will they make the big shots? Will they make them on like? So you know, if they don't win game four, now you go back to game five, and it's like you gotta win that. You know, you, you fall after being up two zero, and you, you know. So I just I wonder how e- how much easier it gets uh, if if 
the shots are going to be more pressureful, you know. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. Do you think they should bench Keegan Murray? Because Keegan Murray's first like first five minutes were were really bad today. Three fouls, a couple turnovers. To me, it set a bad tone for for them overall. But you know, their starting lineup is like the most used from a minute total this season. He gives them some size. He sets up their rotation the way they want to set it up. So you could argue you shouldn't, but at the same time, like. He's just been so detrimental. Like, do you think they should bench him? I mean, I think they got to do something. <laughs> he's just not only is he not very being very good, but he's he's under attack. Like, they they found it's a, a space to yeah, get. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, we all say Barnes has played well, but when you have Keegan and Barnes, they're both kind of similar, right? I mean, they're a little stiff. They're decent shooters, not great in this series. I think the Warriors can handle that. Those two at the same time, maybe split them up. Uh, which they kind of do, you know, after they start. But start Monk or start Mitchell and just have I, Mitchell I, on staff right I, away. And put Keegan with against second, the Warriors second, second unit. unit. Second unit. Yeah, I mean, but you, I mean, the, the thing is, I was watching Mitchell tonight and thinking the Warriors would love to see him more because I think Steph will figure him out. And I think they will play off him like crazy and dare him to make that shot. His, he's made a few, but they will love it if he he's a volume shooter. He launches that jumper that so high into the air. Crazy. I've never I don't think I've ever seen it's anybody with higher arc. It's very high arc. And it's like that's why the ones in Sacramento were so like, oh, he made it, because it's just like it's a moon it's, ball. It's, it's falling from the heavens, yeah. It's it's, it's just it's wild. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like they, if if Davion's taking the shot, if you, yeah. if, 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 if playing, you lose the series because Davion makes the shots, then you tip your cap. If he's playing 35 minutes, which he would, you know, if you're talking about just matching with Steph, he's playing 35 minutes. You could go Monk. Yeah, I mean, I'm I like saying, Monk. They're both yeah, playing yeah, yeah, better yeah, yeah, than Keegan no Murray. I like Monk off the bench. It's just like I just like him off the bench because you got to have points when in the minutes that, that Fox rests. Like, you just they're not going to get the same rate if, if they don't have Monk out there which hurt him tonight because he wasn't getting those points. I don't know. I might just start Murray and then be really quick with the hook, like really quick. He's been hook. pretty quick, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, I know. And then he's not coming back in. You know? Here's another. What about Trey Locks? I don't kill your rotation that much. Yeah, I mean, I think especially with, you know, you assume Draymond's back in the starting lineup and you've got a Draymond Looney lineup, which uh, that's more conducive, I think, to, to Lyles. If it's the pool instead of Draymond, which was tonight, it's tougher to play Lyles and Sabonis together. So, I don't know. I like Steve sometimes goes deeper on this bench to keep like that. So, you see, like, Terrence six, Davis seven, is something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Talking about a guy the Warriors would love to see shooting I was thinking, I was looking at Terrence Davis, and I was like, oh, well, you know, Trey Lyles has been pretty good. He took, like, back-to-back threes when the Kings were kind of narrowing it down in the third quarter. I was like, like, that is not the shot the Kings should want. It's Terrence Davis is dribbling down and going, I got this one. Terrence, Terrence Davis is a guy who – shoot you out but he can shoot you into a game i saw him score like i saw him score like 35 against the nets in sacramento this year he was going crazy that he didn't play more in sacramento well they went len and they went bigger you know and that's kind of but he he gets off it he gets off it oh yeah like he he gets hot and that's the thing like you're just sitting there like there's got to be a detonation game somewhere in this series from the kings where like three of their guys just get crazy that's i think the point is 
If it happens game four, it, it didn't happen. You know, game which it could happen. Those shots. 12 threes total as a team. Yeah, yeah it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It, it wasn't. That wasn't like no. a big. 126 is low like, for the no, Kings. They had like 70 points over two quarters. They were cooking. They had a poor start and a mile. I'm just saying, like, we know what type of point totals. This offense would yeah, regularly put up one Warriors defense, which regularly gave up 125 to 130. If the Kings. Go hot, get hot, hit 16 threes against the Warriors. Let's say game four. Do the Warriors have the firepower to win that game? I don't know. Uh, I think they do. The question is, will the firepower show up? Yeah, I mean, it's Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson. I mean, we know the people because Steph's going to get his 28 to 36. Like, we can just write that down. But do they have – can they answer? Can they go at him? And then, you know, and then four possessions in the fourth quarter. You play defense and you win it. Um I don't know. They haven't. They're not set up that way in the playoffs. But <coughs> excuse me. But I think they can do it. But we know who it's got to come from. It's got to come from Poole, Clay, and, and some Wiggins. But by the way, I mean, we all talked about it when Wiggins was gone. Like he didn't play great tonight, and he has twenty. Hasn't, yeah, he hasn't played great in the series. He played good in game one, I should say. They without him, they are not in the series. Like this, he fills so many things for them. That they do not have, and just playing like this, and he hasn't had a, you know not a great Wiggins game. It is he's so valuable to them they, in a in a playoff situation. They love the two way wings, and this is why because he just plays defense. He hits some open shots. He runs the floor, cuts. You know he's really good on the backside <laughs> of those, uh, you know, kind of those four on three situations where somebody's coming from the dunker spot. It's Looney or Draymond coming down the lane. And then he comes on that like second cut, yeah, curl, you know, cut. curl yeah. cut right in, little and floater. Can, can float over yeah. people. By uh, the way, second half Kings, uh, uh, seventy-one points, eight of sixteen from this three. game one. I said fifty percent, fifteen of twenty from the line. They were incredible that second half of that. Okay, well, that if if they're I'm only gonna get if I'm they're saying, only gonna get hot for one half of the whole series, then yeah, it's probably over <laughs> for them. But I assume this offense is gonna get hotter at some point, particularly from three. That's the big thing. They just have not. Gotten I think off. one thing the Warriors have, they've made Sabonis work, and that's a lot. We go back to Looney, but in a lot of other ways, they just make him work, and it's not easy. You know, as so a much, scorer too. That's yeah, exactly. The like and he's not getting those great passes to an easy bucket, a time or two, but. When I've seen the Kings and, and Slater, seen them more than either of us. But when I see them cook, it's Sabonis, boop, boop, boop. The defense is confused. Bam, the ball's flying over, and somebody's wide open for a three. Duh, duh, duh. Sabonis just goes, rolls right in, easy cut because the defense is playing off and going to Fox. The Warriors are not doing that. Like, that is not happening in this series. Every point, every rebound that Sabonis is getting, he is fighting through. I'm sure he's a little tired. I'm sure, you know, the attacking is getting to him a little bit doesn't mean he can't have a huge game but I think part of what we're not seeing we're not feeling is the Kings offense the way we saw it in the regular season and I think a lot of that was Sabonis it's because they're saying go ahead Sabonis yep. he's got eight assists in three games I yep. know yep. like they're like go ahead we're, we're, we're it's playing. a little like they did with Jokic last year in the first round remember yeah. that yeah yeah just like man, go yeah, ahead, your passing 40. would hurt yeah. us yeah, more than yeah, you know ahead. we're gonna let you shoot all those cutters they're doing a good job of covering it they're yep. the words are switching off the ball they're reading it well, well He's not really guarding side, him, right? Yeah. Looney's like backing off and saying, "I'm gonna, you know, I'll play over here, over here. I can help anywhere." And you want to go charge to the lane? I'm gonna stand in front of you, and that has really worked out. Even in the games they've lost, I think they played Sabonis really good. 
Okay, last subject I wanted to ask you guys about is just basically what we think the Warriors game four rotation is going to be. Because at this point now you have Moses Moody emerging, 16 minutes tonight, 13 points. Kaminga, like, you saw what he can be if given room uh, to play, room to yeah, operate. Step in and chuck a three the moment he gets in. <laughs> yeah, you know, but also slashing, dunking, all that. The, the, like, he caught one baseline. Yes, I know the one you're talking like, about. It looked like the defender yeah. was there. I was like, Ooh, how do you get to the rim? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was a total, like, I'm going to pull up for three. It's, it's an insane baseline. weapon to suddenly have coming off the bench. But, so those two played well. Uh, you're... Draymond Green will be back. Gary Payton the second missed tonight was sick, wasn't even in the building. We don't know. May play, may not Sunday. But let's assume if he is, you have your full complement. Um, <clears throat> Anthony Lamb likely disappears again. Jermichael Green, who played decent tonight, likely disappears again. So you, you are shaving some guys off. But, like, is it barely any coming in? Is Moody in the regular rotation now? Like, where do you guys – what should Sunday's rotation look like? I think even Shenzel's minutes go down. Uh because he's playing there in the fourth quarter when you, you know, maybe you play GP2 and just go defend somebody. They do, is going to play 18 minutes, but he's not playing 26. And I think Kaminga's minutes go away. Maybe he does the five minutes thing. That, that Which he's not up. very good he's at. Not, like. He's not, you know, it's just the way that the curse sets it up. And if he plays great, he earns the minutes. If he doesn't, he, he's, he's out. I think Moody's in there. I think Moody matches up with the Kings pretty well. Like, he can guard Trey Lyles. He can guard Harrison Barnes. He can guard – yeah, he's like – he's just – there are sorts of players. How about yeah. Moody's career being, like, the opposite of your normal young player? Like, cannot get any regular season traction. But then the playoffs show playoffs up and you're like, like, man, this guy looks great in this series he right hit now. a drive and foul and one. Uh I, he, he yeah, should, yeah, how about that, Andy? Yeah. I've been aware of since uh, – went back to, like, his, like, AA league or whatever. Uh, I think he should be in – you know – GP2 might not get the full minute allotment that he's had, so maybe he plays 10 and Moody gets 8 or, or they sh- shave some minutes from... Or Gary was sick enough not to show up at the arena yeah. tonight. He, yeah. He's yeah. going to be in question for yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, they'll want to play him if he can play, but I, I think when I mentioned it to, to Kerr, he was just said, you know, because you know, Jordan and Dante can play a lot of minutes, so we can just increase their minutes, which is what they did. Maybe you just kind of decline them, you know, drop them a little. Looney, when Draymond comes back in, Looney will not be playing 30 minutes. He'll be back to 24 or whatever. Um, Slater looks mad when I say that. No, I'm, I'm more tired, <laughs> and I know what I got to go home, and, you know. I gotta... uh, they could work it out. I think Kaminga might be the one who is the you know, certainly on the road. They're not going to play a ton. They're just not going to. Moody's kind of shown that he you maybe take him on the road and go play some defense. Is 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 Moody doing this because Steve Kerr didn't play him and made him focus on the right things, and now he's ready after a season of struggle? Or or should he have been playing all along? I mean, I think it really was a mystery. Yeah, but we he didn't play well in a lot of these moments. You know, it's not like. This whole, like, oh, he's always ready. Like, no, he had, like, really bad spurts of basketball this season. Like, we can't forget that. Like, I don't know. People say, well, he should have been playing ahead of Lamb. Like, maybe that is correct from a long-term perspective. But there was various times this season where, like, to win tonight's game, it made sense to play Anthony Lamb. Lamb plays bigger. Lamb plays bigger. So, Lamb had a more, you know, versatile 3-4, even 5 kind of role. And and that's not Moody. Moody's 2-3. Maybe some 4, but not a ton of it. And in... 
Lamb just hit the three better than, than Moody. Uh, Kerr, one of Kerr's big things, he doesn't always say it, is he can't play players who Steph, Draymond, and Clay don't feel have earned the minutes. He doesn't say it that way, but that's true. It was certainly true for James Wiseman. And I think for a big part of this season, it was, it was true for Moses Moody. He just doesn't want to hand minutes to guys when these guys have won so much. They've played at so level, at high level. They're so smart. And you just don't want to say, oh, I'm playing them just because it's, it's going to be fun to see what these guys are like. You just There's a respect level. There's a credibility in the locker room. And he doesn't want to go too far with that. Now, Moody, now Moses is, look, look, he's earning it. He should play I it. I mean, with he guys. earned it in Dallas last year. Yeah, for he had a good We thought so. Finals. We thought so. And then it stopped once the offseason began. All right. I'm getting us out of here. Uh, game four, Sunday, 12.30 p.m. tip, ABC. Biggest game of the season. Should be fun.